Assalamu alaikum everyone. Happy Monday. I hope everyone is doing great. I got such nice DMs from some people on TikTok and Instagram. I've created a Discord. I bet some of you already know, but if you don't, go join my Discord. It is the link is in my Instagram. It is the same username. I have the same username on like all social media platforms. So go join the Discord. We have very, very cool stuff in there. At least I tried to make it cool. I don't know. But we have a cute little dog gathering where we all pray for each other. We say whatever we want. We have advice page, favorite hadiths page. We have lots of cute little stuff up in there. So go join it. Let's, you know, pray for each other and help each other out. So obviously I'm so grateful for everyone that's listened to this episode and all my previous episodes because I'm just shocked. I'm shocked people listen, you know. But this episode was something one of my friends asked me to do, and I felt like it was a great topic, so I'm going to touch base on it. I know that there are some other people who asked me to record some other episodes on a few other topics, and I promise I'm getting to it. I try to record episodes, but if I'm not proud of it, I'm not posting it. That's just how I am. So this episode is really going to be about learning to understand when to let someone or something go. There's going to be six main key things that I'm going to ask you guys in this episode that you're going to answer in your head as a question and, you know, understand where you feel about this. So now, first of all, I need you to close your eyes and ask yourself, what is one thing or one person that you know deep down that you need to let go of? And instantly, just that first person that came into your mind, that first habit, that's a red flag. Just right then and there, you know that there's this thing, you need to let it go, you don't know how. So inshallah, this will benefit you. But this person or this thing that you thought of, whether it is a bad habit like drinking or whether it's someone that, you know, is really bad in your life, you thought about that person, okay? Let alone, I think me and you have both got an answer on the situation you thought about somebody. And that alone says, says something, really. So now I want to go into the six questions that I'm going to ask you. And you need to put your brain into it and really be honest with yourself. A lot of times in life, we know what is good for us, but we don't do what's good for us simply because we feel like it's going to hurt us. And let me tell you something, all good things hurt at first. That's unsaid fact. All good things always hurt at first. Letting go always hurts at first. But then you become a person that you never thought you could be. You become such an amazing, great individual. So you need to do whatever good for yourself for the sake of Allah and understand that your future self is waiting on you. Your future self is going to thank you for letting go of this habit or letting go of this person. So question one, um, a little bit of a killer, but am I happy? That's it. That's the question. Think about it. Sometimes it's the most basic questions that we don't ask ourselves that we should, but we don't. And when time comes, we struggle to answer them. So are you happy? If your answer was yes, then maybe this habit makes you happy. Maybe this person makes you happy. Maybe they passed the first question test, but there's more. If your answer was no, then I think right here, you already know what you need to do. Letting go of something or someone is never easy, okay? It's not something you can do and wake up and decide that today I'm going to just let it go. No, it takes time. But the way that it all starts is by intention, by realizing that I know that this person or this habit does not make me happy, so I have to let go of it. If you know that drinking every single Friday night is not good for you, then you know. And if you logically ignore it, then that's your fault. Vice versa, if you know that someone is mentally, emotionally, physically draining you, they're hurting you, they're making you feel... They're literally belittling you. Why do you want to keep that person in your life? One thing that I always reflect on is if you hang out with somebody or a group of people and you leave a lot more tired than you first came and hanging out with them was supposed to be like a relaxing downtime, you need to look into that. There's a lot of friends and a lot of 
I guess you could say bonds in our life that take a lot of emotional energy. They take a lot out of us. And you need to be careful that you're not dumping every single thing that you have in this one relationship, one bond, one group of friends, because you need to keep some for yourself. Okay, you within yourself, that is a bond you have within yourself. That is something that you need to put your energy in as well. So you need to make sure that you're not dumping all bit of your energy out into every every person and every other thing. You really need to focus on where you're throwing this energy because your energy is valuable you know like we're human beings we get tired we go through so many things and whoever is in your company whoever has your energy is a very lucky person so make sure that you're dumping it in a good place and make sure that those people are reciprocating the same back because it's you know it's hard it's hard being a human simple as that so after you've answered the question of are you happy which leads me to my second question and this is the question where a lot of y'all are about to say no and it's okay and it is is God happy with what I'm doing? Now, this is a question that's hard to take in because I guess you could say we don't know what God feels, right? But we do know what God has made a judgment on. If Allah has said, don't get into a haram relationship, don't do this, don't drink this, don't, you know, hang out with these types of people, and you still do, reflect on it. Do you think God's happy with you? And if 99.9% .9 of the time, your answer is no. And that is where the problem begins. Because if God, the one who controls your life, is not happy with you, then nothing you do on this earth will make you happy. If the one that is meant to make you happy, that can give you happiness, is not happy with you, then you're not going to be happy. And that's the thing. I tell this to everybody. Happiness is a gift. It is something that you get from God. Happiness is never a journey. You never wake up and decide that today I'm going to go walk to happiness. You, It's not a home. It's not a shop. You're not going to just go there, okay? Happiness is a journey. And moreover, it's a gift. It is something that Allah sends upon us. It is something that Allah blesses us with. So when you realize that I, I'm not happy, it's something that you have to build a relationship with God for to receive this blessing because happiness is one of the most beautiful blessings that God gives us besides his mercy because when you're happy you're, you're capable of doing a lot more things and happiness fluctuates fluctuates I'm sorry just as sadness does but happiness is something that I guess you could say it's kind of like a mindset when you're upset you know what you need to do to fix yourself when you're upset you know what makes you happy and this is something that's given guidance by god i strongly feel like happiness is guidance from allah because if you don't have guidance you're never going to be happy you can try your best to be happy you can do whatever you want a lot of times it's not going to work out so if god is not happy with what you're doing why are you expecting yourself to be happy with it simple as that people always say oh my god no one can judge me except god yes and allah has made his judgment allah has told you don't do this don't do that do this, do that. Allah has told you. Now, if you want to go against it, go against what God has said that will harm you, then who are who, who can we blame? We can't blame nobody except ourselves. We can't. And it's simple as that. Are you happy? Maybe you are. Is God happy? No. And if God is not happy, first of all, God's happiness before yours. Because if you make God happy, you keep God in a good, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you really take care of your religious duties. You try to be the best Muslim you can be. Because the thing about making God happy, quote, quote, I guess you could say, is like the way that you can't kind of describe this is by, I don't know if happy is the right word. Hold on, y'all. Let me, let me think about this. I don't think making God happy is the right word. I think it's making God pleased with you. That's, that's the correct sentence. The way that you can figure out if God is pleased with you is look around at what you are doing. Are you engaged in actions that are bad? Are you having lots and lots and lots of friends that are probably not good for you are you constantly in a state of doubt and in a state of 
you know, just in a negative state of mind. It's okay to have, you know, healthy doubts in your religion and question stuff and whatever. That's fine. But are you at the verge of like falling off a religion? You, you're not praying. You're not doing anything that you're supposed to as a Muslim. And it's, it's really ruining you. Then ask yourself, look at the action that you're involved in. If you're going around every single Friday night drinking, look at the actions you're involved in. There's this quote, I think, and I'm not sure if it's a Hadith or a Quran verse. Don't quote me on none of this, okay? But it says, when Allah wishes good for somebody, he gives them the understanding of their religion. So look at your actions. Are you sitting here trying to spend time understanding the religion? And maybe by listening to this, you are. And this could be your first intention, first attempt. And for that, I congratulate you. And I know that Allah is part of you as well. So look into that. Look into your actions. Look at what you're doing. Are you just going to school every day and coming home? Maybe that's all you're doing. Maybe you need to add a little bit of more God in your lifestyle. You need to add more of how to please God. Because that is what's going to fix everything else. So look at your actions. Look at if your actions are pleasing God, making God happy. And look if you're happy. Sometimes what makes us happy is not what makes God happy. And if it doesn't make God happy, we need to instantly drop it. Because in long term, it's going to affect us more than anything. That's a promise. Like when you look into the Quran and you realize how legit it is, how real God is, how real every single thing in it is. Really, we learn how legit and how, I guess you could say, yeah, legit. We learn how legit the Quran is by science, by our logic, by our intellect. You see the portion of the Quran that have come true by what Allah has said will happen. And then you realize like, oh crap, like this is true. Then you realize that, oh, when Allah told me not to, you know, go out and drink and party, he was saying that because he knows I'm going to be sad. And then now you realize you're like two years in of doing it. Like it's never too late to stop. Trust me, you can stop whatever is harming you and your relationship with God today, right now, is just about trying. It's just about the intention. It's about acknowledging also that you're wrong. So leading me to my third question, will this take me to hell or heaven? And this kind of correlates with the second question. Is this action, if it is not pleasing God, is this action so heavy on my skill that it will take me to hell? If you're committing a sin over and over and over and over and over again and you don't realize that it's wrong, yes, your skill is getting heavy. You have a lot of sins on you. Now, I'm not judging you because all, all of us do. We are, we are all human beings, right? So there's always a chance for repentance. We just say sincerely that you want forgiveness and Allah will grant you forgiveness. It's not a problem. But you need to ask yourself, is this going to take me to heaven or hell? Is this person going to take me to heaven and hell? And all of this leads me to my third question. Will this take me to heaven or hell? This kind of correlates with the second question on, am I making God happy? Is God happy with what I'm doing? If your actions are not making God happy, then I don't know, man, clock in. We cannot decide who goes to heaven and hell, right? But you need to look at your scale of how good you're doing and how bad you're doing. So if you are constantly, constantly, constantly in sin, your scale on the sin side is kind of heavy. There's no doubt in that. But if you're constantly trying to repent, then it's kind, it's going to get better, right? So you need to ask yourself, will this take me to heaven or hell? Is this person going to take you to heaven or hell? Is this habit going to take you to heaven or hell? Now, this is the part where it kind of hurts, especially when it comes to a person. I saw this TikTok. It was such a beautiful example. It was so beautiful. And I'm going to share it on here. I don't know who the original user was. I'm so sorry. But here's what it was about. It was basically you and your group of friends. You guys all commit lots and lots and lots of sins. And then one day, you die first. And you end up in hell because you all committed these sins. You're the first to die to your friend group, right? You die. You're in hell. And now you're wondering, where are all my friends? Where are all the friends that I committed sins with, that I partied with, that I did the wrong things with? Where are they? Then you find out that, oh, after my death, they repented. So now they're going to heaven. 
let that sink in. Your company, the people that you're around can literally, let's say you die first. Maybe your death is going to be their realization. Maybe they're going to be that blessed that your death will be their, their realization. They're going to repent. They're going to end up in heaven. We don't know what's down every single person's journey. Just because you're homies with this person for 10 years and y'all come in every single felon together doesn't mean that that person isn't going to change on you. Allah guides whom he wills. So don't sit in this ignorant mindset thinking that you're going to have a chance to repent someday, someday, someday when you're not repenting today. You have today. Why aren't you repenting today? Yet you're waiting to repent when you're in your 30s and 40s and 10 days from now or whatever. Why are you waiting when you have the chance now? Maybe you feel bad because you know you're going to go commit that sin again. But the whole point is that you acknowledge that you're wrong. And as long as you keep trying and trying and trying, Allah will forgive you. So think about that. Are your actions going to take you to heaven or hell? Is this person going to take me to heaven or hell? You don't want someone to drag you to hell and then they repent and they end up in he heaven. That's not, that's not fair. Take care of yourself. Take accountability of yourself. Repent for yourself and realize that your company will have a really, really, really big impact on where you end up and your habits as well. If you know that constantly drinking is probably not going to take me to heaven, then it's better off to stop. You drink for a few days, you feel great. And then after that, what happens? Nothing. You feel horrible again. Think about it. Nothing is worth so much of a temporary situation. Leading me to question four. How long can I bear this? This is a question that I used to ask myself all the time for I think maybe about four or five years. How long can I bear this? When you are in a situation, I think all of us have acknowledged by now that you all have somebody or something that you know that you want to let go. Now you need to ask yourself, how long can I bear this? How long can you deal with being treated like trash by somebody else? How long can you deal with those feelings in your stomach and crying and just feel like your heart is constantly dropping? How long can you bear with that? Sometimes you think that you missed out on something, that you lost something, but ask yourself, what did you really lose? You lost that feeling in your stomach. You lost that feeling of like your heart dropping. You lost the nights of crying. You lost that nights of feeling hopeless. You lost your trust issues, I guess you could say in a manner. You kind of lost some trust issues. You've lost so many good things by losing this one person, but you think in your mind that since you lost this person, you are bound to be sad when that's not the case. Look at what this person brought in your life and look at what they're leaving with. Look at what they brought to your table in the moment that they were in your life. If talking to this person constantly brings you negativity, toxic feelings, and you're just feeling like your heart is dropping, I know that feeling so badly. And it's the worst feelings in the world. That feeling where you know that talking to this person, doing anything, just having a friend, a group of friends, whatever, these people are, suck the energy out of you so bad that every single time you talk to them, you feel like your heart is dropping to your stomach. You get anxiety. You get shaky. You feel like crying. Like, that's not normal. I, it's not normal. I tell this to... Oh my God, it tells to everybody, y'all, it's not normal. We've made it normal and it's not supposed to be. I realized this the hard way. I was in situations for four or five years where I thought that feeling like that around people, feeling like that around a group of friends is normal. It's not normal. Friends around you should be the reason that you're feeling lightweight, happy, relaxed, joyful. Like you should not be feeling like your heart is dropping, like you can't breathe and like you're getting anxiety. This is all a perception because of being on social media, because of being around this culture that promotes being depressed and being, you know, having anxiety. Really, we kind of have in a manner. We've kind of promoted it thinking that it's normal and thinking that it's cool. It's not normal. Allah hasn't made you this way. Yes, it's normal to have anxiety. Yes, it's normal to feel types of ways. But if you notice that you're going around a certain group of friends and all you can think about is the way that your heart is pounding so fast... How long can you bear that? Why are you destructing your own body? Your body has a limit. You have a limit. Calm down. Calm down. Like, realize, like, 
what are you doing? I can't. I tell this to everyone, like, what are you doing? And I wish someone told me this. What are you doing? You are going to get yourself self-destructed. You're going to ruin your health. So don't do that. Don't. If you notice that you're not feeling good at all around these people, then stop. Like, I'm just so serious about this. And I've been through this for a very long time. It's not normal to feel that way. People around you, you're not obligated to hang around with anybody. You can hang out with someone and your company is a blessing. Your company is a good gift. But you're not obligated to hang around with everyone. You're not. I was really passionate about that because, oh my goodness, I wish I asked myself this a lot more back in the day when I was going through whatever I went through. Because, man, it's it's stupidity. Let's be honest. We're stupid. We look back at the things we did four years ago and you're like, oh my God, what was wrong with me? I think that too. What was wrong with me? Why would I do that? We all feel that way. And I just, I really need y'all to be honest with yourself. Like, don't, don't ruin yourself. Allah has given you one body. If you don't take care of your body, where will you live? Okay. Number five, did I change? This is a question which is kind of deep. I mean, all of these are. Did you change as a person? Are you a lot more bitter now? Are you a lot more mean? Are you a lot more intolerant, impatient? All of that. Are you a bad person now compared to who you were before? Or did this habit and this person and this thing make you a better person did they heal you did they make you feel happier all of that you know and i want i want to point this out just because someone has healed some of your past traumas doesn't mean that they're not going to give you some i know oh i hope i don't get hate for that one just because someone healed what you went through before doesn't mean that they're not going to provide you with some other trauma i'm serious it's really possible if answering all these questions and you realize that there's someone in your life that you need to kick out, you need to think about this too. Just because someone came into your life and they healed all the things that you went through and they made you get a new perspective doesn't mean that they can't destroy in less than 2.5 seconds. Think about that. Just because they helped you now doesn't mean they can't stab you later. Be careful about that. Be careful about your company. Like I said earlier. The final question is number six. Am I better without them? And this, honestly, the answer to this is always going to be Yes. You are always going to be fine. I promise. You're always going to be fine. You were born alone. You're going to die alone. You're going to be in your grave alone. When you die, it's going to be a matter of four or five days. Everyone's going to care. Everyone's going to cry. And then it's going to be just another grave. Okay? You're going to be just another person. That's why we're told not to give this world so much importance. You're going to be fine without them. You're going to be fine without this habit. You're going to be fine without, you know, your addiction. You're going to be fine without being around toxic people. But you just have to believe that you will be. And I, I know it's hard to believe in yourself. I know all of that is really difficult. I hate it when people used to tell me, believe in yourself. Like, how do you believe in yourself? It's difficult. And the route to believing in yourself starts off with believing that Allah will help you. When you believe that Allah will help you, Allah will put, Allah will put self-discipline and all these other great things inside of you. And you will find that route to become a lot more easier. But if answering all these questions instantly on number one, if you were able to answer that you're not happy around this person red flag drop that person your body you as a human being we all have a limit there's only so much that you can take do not force yourself more than your limit and stretch yourself for every single person so i actually follow this thing called the three-day rule and i bet some of y'all have heard about it basically if i feel angry at someone i feel upset with someone and i want to text them or call them and be like hey why'd you do this i wait three days the first day i ask myself what am i angry about and then if i know what i'm angry about i ask myself is me confronting this person going to either cause more drama, ruin my feelings or hurt me or my iman in any way? Is it even going to fix anything? Or is it just going to start a loophole of, you know, just chaos? Like, is me confronting this person going to fix anything? Then on the third day, I asked myself, 
how do you truly feel about this right now? Like, do you feel like you're getting anxiety? Do you feel like you're panicking? Do you feel like confronting this person even matters to you anymore? Because after three days, you know, your feelings, your anger, it all comes down. Then you realize that, okay, it's not that big of a deal. I'm just going to let it go. Now, I'm not saying to, you know, be a doormat and let yourself get stepped on. That's not what I'm saying. But be careful about your feelings and don't, so much, don't act so much out of impulse. I know some people who've kept toxic company around in their life for decades decades and they've destroyed themselves they have found it so hard to be alone but also be in a toxic company they find it hard to fit in a certain place they find it hard to fit in within them within their own selves and that's not how we were made okay allah has made us with lots of good qualities lots of goodness we have to go on that route to discover it you are 100% always in a committed relationship with god i know that you may be in a committed relationship with someone or something with a habit whatever but your first 100% committed relationship comes with God. And if you know that God is not happy with what you are doing, then that alone, drop it. There's no reason. If God's not going to be happy with it, how, why do you think that it's going to make you happy? And I know one of the hardest things to do, and I'm going to finish off on this note. One of the hardest things to do is to come back to God after you've done everything wrong. Everything. But I need you to understand that God has made you this way, Okay. He made you this way. He knew you were going to do it. And now you're coming back. And if now that you're coming back to even repent, know that that's a blessing. That Allah chose you out of millions of people who, honestly, there's a lot of people who don't come back to repent. There's a lot of people who give up on Allah's mercy. You can't give up on Allah's mercy. You can't. Why would you do that? Why? As long as the sun hasn't risen from the west and the angel of death ain't here for you, you got a chance. Trust me. I tell myself that all the time. You got a chance. You're in one piece. You're fine. You have a chance. Repent. Do what you can. Allah has never ever lied or broken a promise, unlike us human beings, unlike everything that we have going on in our life. So trust Allah because he knows better than we know. Remember that through your darkest times, the one that took you out of it was God. You may think that it was someone else. You may think that someone else helped you heal, whatever, but it was God. God had mercy on you. And now God is having mercy on you enough to listen to this and to give you the chance and idea of repenting. And if you have that idea, then go. Like just the feeling of knowing of guilt, that's a gift from God. God doesn't give that to everybody. There's a lot of people out there who have hard hearts and they don't even realize what they're doing is wrong. And if you realize what you're doing is wrong, then why aren't you taking advantage of it? Repent. The angel of death is not here for you yet. Maybe it is. Maybe it might be right after you listen to this. I don't know. But there's a chance. So repent to God sincerely. Seriously? Sincerely? I'm sorry. I zone out so much sometimes when I feel these. I'm just kind of like in my zone. But besides the point. I hope that this was beneficial to someone. Inshallah, I really hope it was. Because I just went on like a 22-minute roll. Okay? Join my Discord, please. I really would love more people up in there. We only collect four people. One of them is me. Um, so yeah, join the Discord. Let's all have fun. Help each other with our Iman. And understand God's existence and why we are here as human beings. Because it's very important that we acknowledge our purpose. I hope you all have a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful day.